All right, listen, if you didn't know, I have a mentorship, the Cat Credit Retire Your 9 to 5 Mentorship. It's a three-week self-paced course, walks you through how to sue debt collectors and the CRAs and win successfully, how to build a profitable credit business, and how to structure your business correctly, right? So you don't get sued, so you don't just get in trouble. So if you don't like your 9 to 5, or if you're just looking to make extra money, if you want a community, let's say you're going through litigation, you have certain questions, we got a whole Facebook community as well. Text the word mentorship to 914-353-4741 to get tapped in with us. Mentorship to 914-353-4741. Keep in mind, this was a $2,500 investment. You can get the replays for much, much cheaper. Text the word mentorship to 914-353-4741. Enjoy the episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast, or CAT, where we provide you with consumer education to leverage your power as a consumer within this United States corporation. My name is Michael Benjamin. I'm the CEO of Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT, where we leverage your credit, no debit. Welcome to the episode. Welcome to the new episode of the CAT Podcast, Consumer ammunition tactics podcast hopefully you're blessed hopefully you're amazing hopefully you're great um yeah man we about to get into the episode 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 so as you can see in the title we're gonna be talking about that consumer law stuff and basically as far as the updates we had a tiktok that went crazy so because it went crazy i want to just kind of expound on it as far as what i was talking about in the tiktok if you don't follow me on tiktok make sure you go ahead and follow me on tiktok like I said, we went crazy. Usually, usually we average, I want to say, maybe like uh, 300, 500 views per TikTok. But this TikTok in particular, it ran up to like 10,000 views within a day or so. So I know a lot of y'all that watched that video, because I referenced my podcast, a lot of y'all that watched that video tapped in to the podcast now. So welcome if you're a new listener. Um, I hope that you can get value from the podcast, this episode, past episodes, etc. If you're a new listener, please go listen to the past episodes. Don't just DM me without even like doing any work, right? If you want help from me, you got to at least help yourself. You got to want to help yourself. You feel me? And then the whole TikTok thing is crazy. And I just want to take a little moment just to salute y'all, you know, for the support or whatever, because we were projecting as far as TikTok to grow to like 8,000 followers by the end of the year so we already blew it out the water i think the last time i checked we're at like 8400 8500 so you know i appreciate y'all and y'all support for that continue supporting sharing the tiktoks and all that you know um continue taking action and as far as like follower numbers and all that follower numbers and all that it really don't matter to be honest but it's more so about the business aspect because you got to think if you're looking at marketing to 800 people versus marketing to 8,000 people. Obviously, from a numbers perspective, you're going to be doing more numbers with more people do you have. 8,000 people is going to be differently weighted than 80,000 people. You feel me? So y'all, y'all got to, you know, remember, think about it from a business standpoint. But no, I said followers don't really matter. To be honest, the low key do matter because when we also talk about marketing, people think you're more credible when you have more followers, right? So that's not to say that anyone that has a number of followers, you know, they are credible, but y'all can testify if you, if you an action taker, you listening to the podcast and you actually take an action. I'm speaking to y'all. Y'all can testify. 
the information that I'm putting out. It's accurate. It works, etc. Like it's credit, right? It might not work instantly the way you want it to. You know, we in this uh, microwave society, you want things done instantly. Life don't work like that, right? You can't just go to the gym today and then you get your result right away. So you got to look at it like that. You feel me? So. Oh, someone just bought something from the store. Shout out to um, those of y'all that's, you know, buying our digital products. So, yeah, just keep that in mind that the information works. You just got to take action. So I appreciate y'all as far as the TikTok. We about to head into November. This is the next update. Remember, I told y'all last episode, you want to have an interview with yourself. Have an interview with yourself about your credit for the month. Have an interview with yourself saying, like, what am I going to do this month? What am I going to do to get to the next level, et cetera? Credit is life and life is credit. Credit is life and life is credit. What does that mean? That means that how you do anything is how you do everything, right? So you could look at it like, let me get these late payments removed. Let me get this removed. Let me let me add this trade line. Let me add uh, this primary, etc. Everything got to be on point. When I say everything got to be on point, if you follow me on social media, let's say you follow me on Instagram specifically, you see me posting stories about, you know, being in the gym and all that. If I'm over here teaching about credit, this is no disrespect to anyone else teaching about credit. But if I'm over here teaching about credit, but I'm just like out of shape, I'm not even in the gym, I'm not even like disciplined and all that. Okay, he talking about credit. That's cool. But he not even disciplined enough to be in the gym. He not even disciplined enough to control the amount of food that he eats. Right. So you got to look at it like life is credit. Credit is life. Everything got to be on point. Everything got to be on point. Health, wealth, the discipline you use to, you know, pray to God, have that relationship with God. Y'all be hearing me talk about God, all that. A lot of people that's like successful and, and things like that. A lot of people that's successful, they might not be outwardly saying, you know, God, God, God. But trust me, behind the scenes, they praying to God. So you got to have that discipline as far as God, too. Right. So make sure you have that discipline as far as God. Make sure you have that discipline as far as all areas of your life. Credit isn't just about removing those items. Credit is life. Life is credit. To have the discipline to read these consumer laws, right? Listening to these episodes, the way that I break down the consumer laws, if I didn't have the discipline to be doing it, I wouldn't. If I didn't have the discipline I'm having, you know, to be like going to the gym, for example, consistently, making sure that, you know, I'm, I'm feeling the best I possibly can be, the best everything, right? I wouldn't be able to be giving y'all the information, the way I'm giving y'all the information, how I'm coming week after week, dropping, you know, these consumer laws on y'all, how I'm coming week after week, giving y'all game, how I'm coming week after week. I did this down the third, right? So y'all got to really keep in mind that it doesn't just limit to, I just got to learn about credit. I just got to learn about these consumer laws. Get yourself in the gym, do something like be consistent, right? Like don't just be out of shape. Don't just be like not doing nothing. And when I say out of shape, I'm not just talking about someone that's big, right? I'm talking about people that's also like, maybe you just never lifted with no types of weights in your life. You just like super skinny or whatever, right? It's not to bash you or whatever, but you want to get in the gym because the gym is going to make you feel better, right? It's not even necessarily about the vanity aspect, even though obviously that that's good as well, but you want to, you want to also feel good. You want to feel good about having that 800 credit score. You want to feel good about how you feel after you go to the gym. So make sure that you're disciplined in all aspects of your life, right? So yeah, that's that's why I want y'all to understand. And that's why I want y'all to have that interview with yourself. Have an interview with yourself, right? So maybe it's relationships you have with uh, people in your life. You reassess all that. 
Maybe you need to audit your circle. Maybe you are surrounded by the wrong people. If you're the only person within your whole circle, within your whole everyone you talk to that listens to my podcast, you need to get more people in your life that listen to my podcast. We have a free Facebook group. You got hundreds of people in that group that you can network with. So out of your circle, get in the right environment, and I promise you, you're going to get to the next level, right? I'm here to help y'all. I'm here to help y'all get to the next level. If you don't understand that it goes deeper than credit, I hope this message can help you understand it goes deeper than credit. If you already understand it, take it as review. I understand new people are going to listen to the podcast. Some of the people listening, this is the first episode they've heard of me. So I got to really drill it into y'all. Pause. I got to really drill it into your mindset. You feel me that it goes deeper than credit. Everything is credit. Credit is everything. All right. Keep that in mind. Next up, that YouTube. So we're about to be going crazy on YouTube. Y'all been seeing the thumbnails if y'all, you're following. If you're not subscribed, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube. We dropped a video again. It's a snippet from my mentorship. We're about to go real, real crazy. We're about to go real, real crazy. I'm about to really be in my bag on this YouTube stuff. So y'all better hop on, subscribe, and tap in while, you know, we still on the come up. So make sure you go subscribe if you have not subscribed. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, more videos coming. More different types of videos coming. And like I said, I'm about to be in my bag on on the YouTube, so I'm gonna I'm just I'm gonna just leave it at that. Y'all can interpret that however y'all want to interpret it. All right, mentorship, mentorship, mentorship. Right. So tomorrow we about to um not tomorrow, on the first, which is Tuesday, we're about to do a Black Friday sale on my mentorship, the Cat Credit Retire Nine to Five Mentorship. I know y'all know about it if you've heard more than one episode of the podcast, more than one recent episode of the podcast. The cat credit retire your nine to five mentorship. If you've been hearing mentorship, 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 if you're on the text list, all that, you've just been curious, but you haven't tapped in, don't tap in. Because I to be honest, I don't want people that's curious. I want people that's serious. But anyways, we about to change the price from $997, which is a thousand dollars, right? To $111.11 for only 11 people. Only the first 11 people. I only want 11 serious people. And be real with yourself. Please be real with yourself. Because you got to understand, this mentorship was $2,500 when I did it live. So don't disrespect yourself by getting a mentorship and not taking action. You got to understand that, obviously, the price is, if it's only $100, you're going to put $100 effort if you're not conscious. So what I'm telling you, if you one of the 11 people that get into my mentorship for only $100, $111, cents or whatever, please treat it as if you put $1,000, as if you put $2,500. Do your best to be in that mindset because that's how you're going to get the best out of it. Because I don't want y'all to invest in a mentorship and then all of a sudden it's like, damn, I'm not taking action. At the end of the day, if you invest $100 and then you don't do nothing, you don't watch the videos, you don't... Um, get in the private Facebook group and get to the next level, that's on you, right? Because I, I did what I needed to do. I packaged all the information over there for you. My mentees, I went through the live, you know, they're doing their thing already and they paid a higher price. So, you know, that's just what comes with that. So I want y'all to actually get into the mentorship on the low price, the $111 Black Friday sale. I want y'all to really, really pretend like you spent $2,500, like you spent $1,000. So just be in that mindset. And when you go through it, there's no excuse for y'all not to get the add-on, the Facebook, the private Facebook group, because you're only, the mentorship is only a hundred something dollars. So is 
damn near a no-brainer not to get the Facebook group. And the Facebook group is technically where you're going to get the most value because you could ask specific questions and, you know, really, really just get to the next level as far as your goals. Because if you just get the mentorship, you're just getting the self-paced course, uh, three weeks of information. Obviously, a lot of information packed in there and, you know, a lot of information to dissect. But once you get in the actual Facebook group, if you if you purchase that add on, it's separate. So you have to make that investment. Once you actually get in a Facebook group, what you're going to see is like you can ask specific questions. I got documents in there that I posted, different files. And as you go through the actual mentorship, the, the videos, you're going to see me reference a lot. Like, oh, check the Facebook group, check the Facebook group because the Facebook group has all the value. So you just got to make that investment. So when you get on the uh, funnel, make sure you get the Facebook group as well. If you're listening to this in real time, if you're listening to this at a later time, the mentorship is most likely back to like $1,000, $2,000. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah. So mentorship, mentorship, mentorship. I think that's all we got for the updates. Uh, make sure y'all make good decisions out here. Happy Halloween for those of y'all that's uh, celebrating Halloween. Halloween is tomorrow. And yeah, happy holidays, all that. Let's get into the episode. If you want to get paid for having bad credit, you need to listen right now. You don't even got to have bad credit, to be honest with you. But if you want to get paid for having bad credit, if you want to get paid for having any item on your credit report, you're going to want to grab my $7 guide, how to get paid for having bad credit. What you're going to want to do is text the word get paid as one word, get paid to 914-353-4741 to get access to the $7 guide. Get paid to 914 dollars $7 guide, don't confuse the price with the value. It's going to begin letting you know the process about how you can go through suing debt collectors, suing uh, credit reporting agencies, consumer reporting agencies, whatever you want to call them, for reporting that information on your report, and you can move forward from there. You could really get paid off of these open accounts as well. It's not just negative accounts. So yeah, just really understand that. Text the word get paid as one word to 914-353-4741. Enjoy the episode. All right, listen, we're going to get straight into the episode. We're going to talk about that consumer law. We're going to talk about uh, 15 USC 6802. Y'all love that consumer law stuff, huh? Y'all want to hear me say 15 USC this, 15 USC that, 18 USC this, 12 USC, you know what I'm saying? Nah, but uh, yeah, y'all be wilding with the consumer law. I ain't gonna hold y'all. But let's get straight into it. We talking about 15 USC 6802 obligations with respect to disclosures of personal information. So like past episodes, I'm gonna pull up the law. We're gonna read it. We're gonna dissect it, all of that. If you're new to consumer law, you gotta understand that when you're reading consumer law, you got to really, really pay attention. You got to like low-key be a detective, right? You got to be a detective because it's like you're analyzing each and every word, each and every phrase. Some of these words are so deep. It goes deep and it's going to go over your head. You feel me? So y'all got to really understand that. So stuff like um, shall, like just the word shall, it means that's something that has to happen, right? Something like may it means something that's permissive. It may happen, right? So these are things you got to really break down because when it comes to you getting your desired result, your desired result could be something as simple as getting a deletion, which we're going to talk about. You got to understand that 
understanding the difference between something like may or shall lets you know what time it is. When we talk about the FCRA, 15 USC 1681, the Fair Credit Reporting Act. I know that it's going to be some new people listening to this just because of, you know, the TikTok that I posted. So if you've been a longtime listener, just just bear with me. Take it as a review or whatever. We're trying to catch the new people up. So, yeah, something like the FCRA, Fair Credit Reporting Act. You got to understand that they have to comply by certain uh, procedures when we talk about 15 USC 1681E, right? When we talk about maximum possible accuracy, 1681EB, you got to really understand the language and understanding the language, too, is a foundation of you going through like a successful litigation, because when it goes through litigation, I'm talking about as a pro se litigant. As a pro se litigant, you got to really be able to paint a picture and understand how you were actually violated because you got to be able to prove the violations. So if you understand the FCRA on a deep level, as far as the language, as far as what they have to do to actually comply with the procedure of being able to furnish something on your consumer report, then you're going to be able to be that much closer to being successful, not only with the consistent deletions, but also, you know, going through these uh, settlements. So... Yeah, just keep that in mind. So 15 USC 6802. The reason why, like I said, I'm I'm going to elaborate more on this is because I dropped a TikTok that, um, you know, it did, did some decent numbers as far as compared to what I usually be posting. Right. So I talk a lot about consumer law on the TikTok. If you're not subscribed to my TikTok or if you're not following me on TikTok, go ahead and follow over there. But yeah, I just want to expand on it and just kind of reiterate. Because on TikTok, I only I put one minute videos. It's only so much you can get on there. But yeah, so I want y'all to be familiar with this law when it comes to it's pretty much a universal law. So when it comes to deleting anything on your report, remember, remember, you got to look at credit when it comes to like credit repair, deleting items. It's like a boxing match, right? I've told you all this many times. It's like a boxing match. You don't know what combo, you don't know what punch is actually going to work and knock the opponent out. Get that deletion, right? That's a translation. So 15 USC 6802 should be looked at as like a, a another like hook or something, another punch or whatever. So look at it like that. It's basically the opt-out law. And just, just a sidebar too, I actually use this law in my letter that helped me get my open auto loan deleted. So if y'all have went back, if y'all listened to the episode back then when I dropped about how I deleted open auto loan, I'm not going to mention the specific credit union, but yeah, I got it deleted from reporting from them. And that opt out section that that we're going to talk about today actually helped me as far as, you know, getting the item deleted. So, and this was an open auto loan. It's not like it was any negative or anything. So that goes to show you when you know what you know, as far as, you know, credit reporting, all that, like when you know these laws, you understand that credit reporting isn't, in, in fact, like optional. Like they don't have to report anything to your credit reports, right? You decide what's on your credit report. It's just about how you actually get there. Because I know a lot of people say like, oh, you know, it's optional, it's optional. But it's like, how do you actually get there? You got to understand these consumer laws, right? So, yeah, or you just got to be like FTC method master. <laughs> but let's read the law. So we're looking at A. It says, except as otherwise provided in this subchapter, a financial institution. Let's stop right there. What is financial institution? So the term financial institution. Remember, when you read in the law, you want to get in the habit of clicking on the hyperlinks and reading them. 
So it says, in general, the term financial institution means any institution, the business of which is engaging in financial activities as described in Section 1843K of Title 12. We're not going to get to Title. We're not going to go over there. But what do we know about Title 12? Y'all have heard me say 12 U.S.C., 1431, you know, duties of banks, all that. 12 U.S.C., this, right? So what we know about Title 12 is it deals with banks, right? So a financial institution, based off of what we're reading, is a bank. What's an example of a bank? In my case, an example of a bank was the lien holder or the credit union that I had the auto loan with, right? So that's why I understood this section. I was able to get the auto loan deleted. What's an example of a bank? A bank is those people that's reporting late payments against you, right? The credit card company that you have that's reporting late payments against you. That's why I dropped that TikTok. I said, this is how to delete the late payments that you have, right? You don't got to use 15 USC 1666, even though that's a different combination you can use. Remember, this is a boxing match. So keep that in mind. So now we know financial institution. So let's substitute financial institution with whoever you're dealing with, whether it's a late payment or whatever, right? So if you got a late payment from, I always use these people as an example. Let's just use them. I don't even, I don't even care about them. Let's use a capital one as an example. <laughs> so except as otherwise, otherwise provided in this subchapter, capital one may not directly or through any affiliate disclose to a non-affiliated third party, any non-public personal information. Let's stop right there before we continue. So the law in A is basically saying, right, Capital One cannot disclose to a non-affiliated third party. What's a non-affiliated third party? So a non-affiliated third party is basically a party that's not in this transaction, this consumer credit transaction. What's a consumer credit transaction? Consumer credit transaction is basically what happens when you're extending the credit to yourself when we go back to Truth and Lending Act, right? I hope you all following. So when you're extending that credit to yourself, Basically, what happened was you went to maybe you applied online with a Capital One, Saver One credit card, whatever nonsense credit card Capital One has. I don't I don't personally have any uh, Capital One credit cards. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk my stuff about them. But, yeah, let's say you applied with Capital One. You got approved. You know, you use your you put in your social security number, which we know is your credit card. Personal into 15 USC 1602L. Right. So you use your credit card to extend the credit to yourself because you, in fact, like people say, you know, are the original creditor if you want to use that language. Don't use that language when you're going through litigation, but if you want to use that language, you are the original creditor because you're extending that credit to yourself, right? So as you extended that credit to yourself, you participated in something that was a consumer credit transaction. So what happened now, that was between you and Capital One. So a non-affiliated third party who can you think of that's a non-affiliated third party? Now we get into the um, the CRAs, the Consumer Reporting Agencies, the credit bureaus, however y'all identify them as. We get into Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. And that goes for whatever consumer reporting agency, right, that's not affiliated with this. I think someone had asked me on my TikTok about if um, if it applies to, like, uh, the, the secondaries, like Lexus, Nexus, Halden. So read the law. Are they... Are they a non-affiliated third party, right? So let's let's read it again. Except as otherwise provided. Remember, we're going to substitute. Except as otherwise provided in this subchapter, Capital One may not directly or through any affiliate disclose 
to Experian, TransUnion, Equifax, any non-public and personal information. What does the word any mean? Remember what I said about um, breaking down the language. Any means no restriction. Any means no restriction. If you're following along, uh, drop a fire emoji somehow. <laughs> you know, this ain't live. So drop a fire emoji, like, you know, in the chat somewhere, in our imaginary chat. Bro, people always want to call me when I'm recording. But, um, yeah, like I was saying, what was I saying? Okay, let, let, let's let's start from the top. They always want to call me and catch me off guard. Oh, there's a cat right here. All right, let me get back to it, though. There is a cat outside right now where I'm recording. But, um, like I was saying, let's start from the top. I always tell you, I ain't going to edit these out. You know, we're going to keep it. We're going to keep it real. You know, we having a conversation, all that. So. Except as otherwise providing this subchapter. Capital one may not directly or through any. Affiliate disclosed to Experian, TransUnion and Equifax, any no restriction. Any non-public personal information. Okay, that's where I was. What's non-public personal information? Non-public personal information. Uh, let's go to it. Non-public personal information. The term non-public personal information means personally identifiable financial information provided to provided by a consumer to a financial institution. Right? Resulting from any transaction with the consumer or any service performed for the consumer. So basically, anything reporting as far as your situation with Capital One, is non-public personal information. So, them reporting late payments to Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax, and Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax, reporting that information on your consumer report, that's a violation of 15 U.S.C. 6802. I need y'all to understand that. Those late payments, that's non-public personal information. That's personally identifiable information. They're speaking on your transaction your situation with Capital One. So I need y'all to really understand that. So when you understand that, you understand that you're able to get those late payments removed. So now let's go to B because we want to identify what you could actually do. So now we get to B, which is uh, the opt-out section. This is what I was actually talking about on the TikTok. So, A financial institution may not disclose non-public personal information to a non-affiliated third party. So let's 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 substitute again. Capital One may not disclose. Your information, your late payments, etc. To Experian, TransUnion and Equifax. And it says unless let's go to a. Unless such financial institution, unless Capital One clearly and conspicuously discloses to you, the consumer, in writing or in electronic form or other form permitted by the regulations that such information may be disclosed to such third party. Okay, A is cool. That's whatever. The one I like to do and look at is B, right? So B, that's why I talked about in the TikTok. So Capital One can't disclose your late payments, etc., to uh, Experian, TransUnion, Equifax, unless... The consumer, you, unless you're given the opportunity before the time that such information is disclosed to direct that such information not be disclosed to such third party. 
Did Capital One give you a chance to be like, do you want us to disclose, report these late payments to experience TransUnion Equifax? They did not. And they can't prove that. Because if they gave you a chance to be like, oh, I want to opt out of you reporting my late payments, you're not stupid. You're not going to be like, okay, yeah, you have permission to report my late payments. They didn't give you permission. They didn't give you an opportunity to be able to opt out. The law says that. Ignorance of the law is no excuse, right? So you not knowing that is your own is your own fault. But you listen to this podcast right now. If you didn't know that before, now you know it. 15 USC 6802. Go to section uh, B. B, B, B. <laughs> Opt out and then go to B. So use that in your letter. When you use that in your letter, you're pointing out the fact that they didn't allow you to opt out. They didn't allow you the chance to opt out, right? Because if they allowed you the chance to opt out, you would have opted out. You wouldn't have been letting them report these late payments against you. So it's the ignorance of consumer law that allows these people, consumers, not to be able to remove stuff from their uh, consumer report and allows consumers to continue having, you know, bad credit. I'm not saying that you're going to send a letter and it's going to work one time, but it's it's a different approach that you could approach if you've been using different consumer laws, if you've been using different methods, factual disputing, all that. Just take them to the law. And if they continue playing games, they saying like, oh, fair credit reporting, out. We don't, we don't have to do this, that, and the third. Threaten them with a the lawsuit. A lot of times when you threaten them with a the lawsuit, they're going to want to settle because they're going to have to turn it over to an attorney in their, uh, situ- in their situation or whatever. They're going to have to turn it over to an attorney and that attorney has to take it over because, you know, they are corporations. They can't represent themselves. And then, you know, you go from there. So hopefully this episode helped. Hopefully y'all enforce y'all rights. With that being said, y'all have a blessed one. Thanks so much for listening to the Cap Podcast. I hope you got beneficial information. If you got beneficial information, shout us out on social media. Uh, send us a review. You know, let us know. Hopefully everything's good with you. If you have not got the free Cat Credit Literacy course, go ahead and text the word course to 914-353-4741. Again, that is 914-353-4741. You've listened to the episode. If you haven't gotten the free course, now it's time to take action. Y'all have a blessed one.